Hello and welcome to Frankie's Mama Reads, the podcast. So I was originally going to start a YouTube channel in March and quarantine happened. Life got a little cray cray. So here we are on a podcast. But you know what? This totally works for me. Hopefully it works for you. For this first episode, I'm going to bring you my coronavirus stay-at-home library haul. So, like most of you, my library has closed. It recently did. But before it closed, I ran in and I grabbed so many books. The librarians were saying, take as many books as you want. The due dates are not going to be until May. And I was like, challenge accepted. So today, I'm going to talk to you about 14 14 books that I checked out on the very last day of the library being open. So if you're completely new to Bookstagram, Booktube, Bookpod, basically this is a TBR slash haul episode. In a week or so, I will go ahead and do a follow-up, which is going to be a wrap-up podcast so that you can hear what I thought about all these books. Because confession, I've actually already read a couple of these books that I'm going to be talking to you about because we are staying home tons of time. So let's get into it. I've got about four different genres to talk about. I have mystery thrillers, I have sci-fi, I have one lone romance book, and then I've got a YA and a middle grade book. So let's jump into the mystery thriller section. The first book that I want to talk about is called The Secrets She Keeps, and if you follow me on Instagram, I already reviewed it over there, but it is by one of my favorite authors, Michael Robotham. He is a UK author, and this book has actually just been picked up for a British TV show, so that's actually why I chose to read this one right now. I haven't read all of his books, and the reason for that is because they are so good, I know they're all going to just make me happy that I save them. So if I go through a a patch where I'm just like, ugh, not liking any books, or I just don't feel like reading or don't know what I want to read next, I grab one of his books and get back on the right path. So The Secret She Capes was perfect. It is told in dual perspectives. I'm not going to give you a big review of it but obviously you already know it's Michael Robotham so I'm gonna love it I loved it and I think you might want to check it out it's a psychological thriller it follows um, Agnes and Megan both are pregnant so I will say a bit of a trigger warning if you're pregnant maybe not the best book to read right now especially given the current circumstances of things Um, If you've had fertility challenges, perhaps not the best book to pick up, but I have this one. This was one of the ones from my library hall and definitely did not disappoint. That's all I'll say for now. The next book that I picked up is called The Stranger, and I also picked this one up because it was turned into a British TV show. So this one is by Harlan Coben. Personally, I've never read any books by Harlan Coben. This was my first one in the wrap-up. You'll find out if I like it or not. But this one basically is about a stranger who tells you a life-altering secret and then walks away. So pretty interesting. 
what happens of your life after the stranger tells you this secret. How do you pick up the pieces? What's going to happen? It's a thriller. So pretty excited about this book and then the TV show. We'll see. The next book that I picked up from the library is called Eight Perfect Murders. This is by Peter Swanson. So this is my first Peter Swanson book. It's about a series of unsolved murders that seems to follow the main character's list that he made previously. So he made this list about eight perfect murders for his blog. He's a bookseller. And then this detective comes and says, hey, somebody's murdering people based on your list. Dun, dun, dun. So let's see how that goes. It's The list features classic murder mysteries, and the book tells you that it spoils the endings of all of them. So if you're definitely dying to read Agatha Christie, ABC Murders, or any of the other books on the list, maybe hold out that if you wanted to read them, you already have. All right, so the next book is called The Holdout, and it's by Graham Moore. You may have heard of it. I actually saw him talk about it on one of the morning shows. It's a legal thriller, and while I love thrillers, I don't seem to pick up a lot of legal thrillers, which is crazy, because I am obsessed with Law & Order SVU, so why am I not reading more legal thrillers? I don't know. That's going to be something I change, probably. Hopefully this one makes me change my mind and want to read more legal thrillers. It sounds like it's pretty good. It is about a juror that causes a deadlock, and now there's a murder, and so it's the suspect is murdered, and that juror that caused the deadlock is a suspect, I believe. I could be completely wrong, um, but it sounds really good. So I'm going to check that out. The next book that I checked out was You Are Not Alone, and that one is by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. So they wrote The Anonymous Girl, which I did not read, um, but I've heard so many things about it. So I really wanted to read You Are Not Alone. I have seen mixed reviews on Goodreads, so I'm not sure, you know, where I'll stand on the side of things with the review. But it's another psychological thriller. And basically, I know that the character, the main character, Shay, witnesses a suicide in the beginning of the book that changes her whole life. She gets introduced to these other two characters um, who want her life. I don't know in what way exactly, but I'm anxious to find out about that. I'm pretty excited. I think that I'll love it, but like I said, mixed reviews. So you never know. All right, another mystery thriller. This one leans more mystery. is called Recipe for a Perfect Wife. Now, this one caught my attention because it's historical, and I am obsessed with historical fiction, so historical mystery is perfect for me. It's also told in dual narrative, just like The Secret She Keeps. In this one, you have Alice and Nellie. Alice is present day or modern day, And she finds Nellie's vintage cookbook and learns some secrets. Now, the book says in the inside jacket that Alice also has some secrets of her own with her own marriage and things going on. So I'm excited to see whose secrets are what, like what is going on with these two. Um... It's a cute book, too, because if you look it up, it kind of looks like an old recipe book. So it just gives that vintage feel, which I'm really excited to check out and see um, 
What's going on with that? Another book that I picked up is My Lovely Wife. This one comes highly recommended. It's by Samantha Downing, and I've seen so many good reviews about it. So the inside says that it's basically Dexter meets Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Say no more. That sounds perfect for me. I love Dexter, although I'll be honest, I did not really watch it. My husband watched it quite a bit, and I love the author of the Dexter books. I've read another, like his newest one called Just Watch Me. So good. And then Mr. and Mrs. Smith was one of my favorite movies when I was younger. So I'm definitely excited to see if this book lives up to that Dexter meets Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Find out in my wrap up what I thought of that. Another mystery thriller that I picked up is Dead to Her. So I actually got this one because of the blurb on the front, which is by Harlan Coben. So Harlan Coben wrote the book I talked about earlier, The Stranger, with the stranger that tells you that life-altering secret. So I'm excited to see because he says that this will become your new favorite author. So gotta find out. Basically, it says marriage can be murder. I don't know much more beyond that, but I am really excited to find out about this book. So... I have one more in the mystery thriller book, but I'll admit, I did not pick this one up at my local library. I found this in one of those little free libraries in town. So this was pretty exciting find because it's a 2020 book that I've been wanting to read. This one is called The Girls With No Names, and it's by Serena Burdick. And it takes place in the early 1900s in New York City. Which, while I mentioned that I love historical fiction books, I have actually not read a whole lot from the early 1900s. So, I'm pretty excited to check that out. I think it has to do with, or I think one of the characters, um, has to do with the shirtwaist factory, which I do know quite a bit about that spin on things. So I'm pretty excited to check out The Girls With No Names. And that is the last of the mystery thriller stack that I picked up. It's a huge part of my reading repertoire, so I do tend to gravitate towards those. But I also try to mix in things that I don't normally gravitate to. So the next book that I want to talk about is a sci-fi book. I definitely don't read a lot of sci-fi, but I try to. I'm just not into the hard-hitting sci-fi yet. Maybe one day. I also don't touch fantasy that much, so just FYI, not something I'll probably talk too much about. Harry Potter is like the extent of the fantasy that I've tended to read. I'm trying, so if you have good fantasy recs that you think are good for a beginner, hit me up. Anyway, back to the sci-fi book. This one is called A Beginning at the End. Now, Timing-wise, it's quite interesting that I picked this one up because it is a post-apocalyptic slash dystopian book about life after a pandemic kills half of the population. So there's that. When I picked it up, though, I was actually thinking more Thanos, you know, Infinity Stones, Infinity War type thing. Now it seems a little more clear, realistic pandemic type deal. So, not sure about this book right now, but it does look really good, and I really was drawn to it because it's a sci-fi written by an Asian author, which is really cool to see. So, um, his name is Mike Chen, 
So if you want to check it out, a beginning at the end sounds pretty interesting, and I think for right now could be pretty relevant in a weird dystopian post-apocalyptic way. So aside from sci-fi, I also picked up some YA and middle grade. So I picked up one YA, and that one is called The Beautiful. It's a YA fantasy, so like I said, I don't read a lot of fantasy, but I'm trying. This one I think could work for me because it's set in New Orleans in the 1800s. Again, we're getting into the history, which is perfect, and it's got a murder mystery involved. So clearly I'll love that. It has a supernatural element, which I don't tend to pick up, but I don't hate. So we'll see um, how that goes. I'm totally open to it. Again, not my usual fave genre, but the cover, first of all, is so cool looking and it's got ghosts, maybe, since it's a supernatural, I'm not sure. Whatever the supernatural element is with this murder mystery, I'm here for it, excited to check it out. Another YA book that I picked up is actually a YA graphic novel. This one is Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me. You may have heard of it, pretty popular book, uh, but I've been wanting to check it out. It's basically about an LGBT toxic relationship It's the only graphic novel that I have on my list, um, but I do read a fair amount of graphic novels. I love to mix them in, kind of changes the pace of things, and just mixes up what I read. It's also the only LGBT book on my list, but I do like to read as many of those as I can too, so that kind of um, mixes things up also as far as genres go so I only have one this in this haul but I definitely read more than just uh, one a month so stay tuned and you'll see when I grab more another book that I picked up is actually a middle grade book I don't read a ton of middle grade but this one just spoke to me it is a middle grade fantasy really light fantasy but it's set in Mexico and It's about a boy who never met his mom and a mythical gatekeeper who can lead him into Tomorrowland where he's hoping he will find his mom or learn something about his mom. Um, I was super drawn to it. It's, It's got a Chicana author. I am Chicana. Like, it's set in Mexico. I'm not born in Mexico. I wasn't born in Mexico, but my family, like, lineage is from Mexico and I've been, so, I mean, not, not, like, legit real far into Mexico. I've been to Tijuana, but still, I've been there. That counts. Check it off on my map. So, I was really excited to pick up Manana Land because I'm just always looking for books that are either with Mexican-American characters, set in Mexico, just something representation-wise that speaks to me, speaks to Frankie, my son, and I'm excited to check that one out. So that's it for the YA middle grade section, and I just have one more book to talk about. This one is A Romance, and I saved it for last because me and romance are on the struggle bus for real, as far as books, I guess I should say, but I'm not a big romance reader. I don't tend to care about romances when they're woven into the storylines, but I picked this one up because... I think it's going to be perfect. It is called Waiting for Tom Hanks. It's by Carrie Winfrey. And here's what it's about. It's, it's got a rom-com obsessed main character. 
and she's waiting for her own Tom Hanks to arrive. Now, when I was in college, my best friend and I used to watch uh, When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, and Sleepless in Seattle every week. We watched them so much. Now, we did watch When Harry Met Sally way more than the others, but You've Got Mail is one of my all-time favorite movies. So for me, and for my best friend, Tom Hanks was basically Prince Charming, because let's be real, Harry in When Harry Met Sally, and also known as Billy Crystal, you know, he was cool, he was great for, for Sally. I may have related more to Harry than Sally in that movie, but Tom Hanks, especially in You've Got Mail, that was just, I wanted it to be you is what she says at the end, and so did I. I wanted it to be Tom Hanks. So in this book, Waiting for Tom Hanks, she's wanting it to be Tom Hanks, and I am too. So I'm really excited to read that one, and that one's also timely because, again, given this current coronavirus situation and Tom Hanks having just had it slash still covering from it, I think that's an appropriate one to read. Like I said, romance is not my favorite genre or a go-to genre for me. So we'll see how I do with this one. I'm really excited about it though. I'm giving it a shot, Um, but listen to my wrap up and find out what I thought about it. So there you have it. That is my list of 15 books that I have pulled aside, checked out, gotten ready to read during this stay-at-home order. I'll be doing a wrap-up of these books fairly soon because I've already read a couple of them. And honestly, I will probably have to do another haul, uh, this time probably from my own shelf of more books to read during the stay-at-home order since it just got extended. Um, But I hope you enjoyed this first episode. And if you did, definitely hit subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Frankie's Mama Reads. And I'll catch you next time.